0: All right. All right. Grizz bringing us in, as he always does. Thank you very much, Grizz. Thank you very much for those good times and how they roll, how they continue to roll. Welcome to this, the Red Bulletin podcast. I'm your host, Andreas Georges. We got another preview podcast this week. That's where we kind of dive into a subject that we touch on tangentially or hopefully provides a bit of context for next week's guest Next week's guest, we have an entrepreneur, another entrepreneur. I feel we've got a lot of those recently, I know. And we definitely have some cool athletes coming up. But with all our guests, we're trying to find the ones who have not only built successful businesses, um, but done it in a way that's drawn on character strengths they've developed over time. And done it in a way that hopefully you out there can draw some lessons from. For example, last week... Sam Parr of The Hustle taught us about the value of the written word in the age of social videos and emoji-based communication and how to identify whether you've got the personality to start a business. Next week, we've got a guy who is looking to upend the way major companies do business. And I wanted to spend a bit of time talking about his work and his background because the podcast format is, is... so short for this guy's accomplishments that we we really don't have the time to get into all of them. So I wanted to give you as much about his background as possible. So maybe you've heard of Tom's Shoes, which introduced to the business world uh, the one-for-one model. You, you buy a pair of Tom's and a kid in the third world gets a pair of shoes as well. Uh, the company has since expanded that approach to other areas like paying for eye exams in Nepal when you buy a pair of sunglasses in Santa Monica or water in Bolivia when you buy a pound of Tom's coffee. But what next week's guest is trying to do digs a little bit deeper than that. He wants to wire social impact and profit into every step of the business model. He calls it impact sourcing. So some background first. This guy's a former journalist and venture capitalist. He wrote a book called Not for Sale which investigated the problem of human trafficking. He spent a year traveling around the world, diving into this topic. He started a charity off of that book, which builds housing for trafficking victims in places like Thailand and and Peru and Romania. But then he hit a mental roadblock. As a VC, he looked for the best and brightest talent and had access to the top technology. But as the head of Not For Sale, he was looking for one-time donations and second-hand computers to fuel his nonprofit. He realized that as he opened up his heart, he had shut down his mind. It's a really nice phrase, the way he puts it. So a couple of years back, he gathered the 50 smartest minds he knew, one of the Twitter guys, a couple of VCs, business founders, etc., and asked them over a period of 24 hours, to come up with a business idea. And whatever they came up with, he would fund and set in motion. They came up with the idea of an organic drink sourced with natural herbs and botanicals. And he thought, shit, I've never done anything in the drinks area before. Um, so what he did was the thing that he had learned as a VC, he went out and found the best people. He found the best mixologist he could, a guy named Paulo who had helped develop the best-selling Zico chocolate variety for the coconut water brand, Zico. And he tasked him with coming up with a healthy, organic drink using natural herbs and botanicals, like chicory, coconut sugar, hibiscus, and ashwagandha, a herb found in India that is perfect in strengthening the immune system and has been used for centuries, really. And yes, I had to look that one up. In short, they're using what's called adaptogen herbs. Again, a a term I totally had to look up. I had no idea this existed. Uh, These are herbs that have been common in in Asian and South American medicine for centuries and been valued over that time for their energy boosting and restorative powers. In 2012, um, this company began selling the organic drink Rebel, R-E-B-B-L, in stores. You can find it now in pretty much every state. What's interesting, what separates it completely from other beverage brands is that it sources social impact into every step. Uh, That means they look at the vendors that they're using, uh, the farmers uh, and their relationship with the farmers and the growing community to ensure that they're following a protocol. They call it their protocol of dignity. For example, Paolo will come up with an idea for a beverage, and then the team will scour the world and identify the places they can harvest those ingredients from in a way that maximizes social impact. The company, by the way, is also profitable, and that's exactly the point. As next week's guest David Batstone puts it, it was a company born out of a cause, and not the other way around. 2.5% of every purchase goes to the charity Not For Sale. And as of April this year, $250,000 has gone to the nonprofit, helping an estimated 10,000 trafficking victims in areas like housing and and education. And Batstone since started another business, with social impact built into it. It's called Z Shoes, a biodegradable shoe from the Amazon. Again, the sourcing is done with social impact, but profit is also factored into every step as well. So how long before the rest of the world catches up, especially the corporate world? I don't know if Batstone is the answer to that, but he is the answers to what it takes to go down this path. So I hope you join us next week. Um, when I talk to David about that time he interviewed Alan Ginsberg, uh, the importance of making small bets, the importance of the conviction that it takes to go down this direction, and why personal narratives ultimately are complete bullshit. It's a really, really interesting conversation.